0: So uh, I mean it's good news, but I wish I could I could be beating the drum for really good news. The problem is that much of that that deceleration has been driven by declining food and energy prices, and those are kind of those are very volatile. And and the under the inflation that's underlying or underlying inflation outside of food and energy. Um, is still quite high. I mean, it was five um, percent um, over the last year. You're seeing some slowing, but much less slowing than we've seen in those headline numbers. And the problem is, when that decline in food and energy prices goes away, we're going to be stuck with you know higher inflation than the three percent headline number. And um, while I think it's coming down, it's not coming down fast enough for me, or I think for the Fed. And which is why that they're going to move to raise rates again at the end of this month.
1: When you say not fast enough for you or the Fed, you're saying if it doesn't come down quick enough, we'll go into a recession?
0: Uh, so what it means is that the Fed is going to continue to raise rates, and at least one more time, we'll see what the data brings. Um, but if it doesn't continue to come down enough, um, then the Fed is going to continue to have to raise rates. And um I ultimately do think we're going to end up in a recession as a result of the rate hikes that we're seeing and that we'd expect to see at least one more, maybe two. Um, but uh, but I think that's likely to occur um, at the end of this year, early next. And that's because of those rate hikes that we've seen. But the more the, the, the slower that inflation comes down, or even if it doesn't come down, the more likely we are. We, I would expect a recession because the Fed is just going to continue to to jack up rates, they just don't want inflation this high.
1: And when you say a recession, are we talking something significant, or technically a recession where the GDP shrinks a little bit over a period of time?
0: So, um, so that's a very good question. So, the the official that people talk about a two quarters of decline in GDP as a recession. We actually saw that in the first half of last year. Um, and it was not a recession because the job market continued to be gangbusters. There are factors that kind of can drive volatility inflation, like I was talking about volatility in, in, sorry, volatility in GDP, like I was talking about volatility and inflation that don't necessarily mean a recession. But when I'm talking about a recession is I'm talking about something where you are going to see GDP go down, but you're also going to see job losses. Um, and then losses, you know, declines in, in people's spending, declines in people's income. I think it's going to be mild. That is my expectation because households still have a lot of cash on hand because of savings from COVID. Um, the job market has been super strong and that, that those incomes will keep people healthy um, or keep people spending. But, uh, but I do think that we're in for a mild recession, hopefully just mild.
1: We were talking about uh, the interest rates and the Fed having to raise interest rates uh, to, uh, to battle inflation. I'm reading that the Federal Reserve has a 2% target for inflation. That's what they want to have us see. So you think it would take one, maybe two more interest rate hikes for us to see that? So the
0: problem is that, um, it, that, it's, it, that there's what we call long and variable lags between when you see the rate hikes and when you see the impact on the economy. So um, I think the Fed is saying, you know, we're expecting 2% next year, the year after, uh, I would say probably closer to the year after, um, because the process just takes time. Um, but uh, but it is because of those rate hikes, and it is because of just general slowing in the economy. I mean, we're, you know, there, we, we had this huge bump as a result of COVID. We had all this this excess money that we, you know, people hadn't gone on vacation, and so they went on vacation, and now we're seeing some slowing in that activity, although it's still strong, and so all of that is is going to lead to lower inflationary pressures. We're seeing, you know, things loosening up on the auto supply chain, chip supply chain. Again, that is all going to lead to lessening inflation, um, but it it takes time, and I think that's what you know the the Fed is not going to they're they're going to stop long before we get to two percent inflation. The question is. Are they going to stop before we get to a recession? And I just don't think that's likely.
1: Speaking with Gerald Cohen, he's a chief economist at the Keenan Institute of Private Enterprise over here at UNC. Uh, I'm kind of curious. I've, I've been wondering this: is that we've? It's taken a little while for us to build up. The Fed keeps on increasing, you know, slightly here, slightly there, over a long period of time. How quick is it going to be for us to take this all back and for the Fed to drop interest rates?
0: That's a really good question. I think it depends on the depth of, of how quickly the economy flows and the depth of the recession. Um, if, you know, things look like they fa- they've fallen off a, click, a cliff, the Fed will react very quickly. If, if it's very modest, the Fed will react more slowly. And there is this question about, you know, where we want to end up um, in terms of interest rates. I think, you know, I would say somewhere in the 2 to 3% range, uh, I think we're in the thought we're now currently five percent. So I don't think we're going back to zero very soon. Hopefully not, because that's usually a sign of re, of an economy that's quite weak. Um, so I think it, it really it, it depends on how the economy evolves, and I, I wish I had that crystal ball to know.
1: And then for those of us who are searching for a house, obviously the the Fed raising interest rates is making that more difficult for a lot of people. As uh, in turn, you see mortgage rates going up. Uh, Does it look like it should be good anytime soon for interest rates to come down? Are we still just going to have to wait on the Fed to uh, bring their rates down?
0: So interestingly, um, what's happened is that actually interest rates on long-term interest rates have come up, but they've come up less than, than what the Fed has raised rates. And they actually started to move down, although some of that has come back because the market's long-term interest rates are based on kind of expectations of of the future. And so the markets are saying that the Fed is not going to end up sitting at 5%. Um, And so they actually, long-term interest rates have started to come down. The problem is that this the strength of this inflation data, the strength of the of the jobs data that we saw two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, um, is all suggesting that that the Fed's not done so quickly and they're not going to be moving down so quickly. And so that's why they kind of those long term interest rates um, moved up when it's clear that the economy has, is slowing and that inflation is really heading down the way you know it, it, the way I've described. Um, then I would expect long-term interest rates to go down. So they'll move
1: sooner than the Fed moved, um, but it's probably going to take a little bit longer.